welcome to What Shall We Say to These Things? I'm MJ. And I'm TJ, and this is your Loki Kero Bible study. And this particular episode, we're doing another side conversation. And um, I think it's an interesting one because um, MJ and I were having a conversation. And she posed the question to me do we actually need to read the book of the Bible numbers? Like, I, I don't have, I don't have a response to that. Like, I feel like, I feel like there's some parts of the Bible, well, particularly the Old Testament, that were, like, their sole purpose was documentation. And records. Yeah. And I'm like, there's some, there's some parts, like, you know, some, there's some parts of those books that I think are good for us to so just be able to look back and look at how God um, carried the people of Israel, how he sustained them in terms of like lineage and things like that. And I was um, I was reading something on Esther and um, the writer was saying that the book of Esther, even though it's it's valuable to the Jews, it's also valuable to the Christians because it's whatever journey they've been on, led to Jesus's um, time and it led to and it shaped Jesus's time on earth and so as a result it shapes the the history of Christianity yeah because I mean like if Haman had been successful there would have been no well not that there would have been no Jews well I'm wondering if there would have been any because this was going out throughout the all 127 provinces remember they had to translate the the scripts, the what about decree. The, what about the Jews who had gone back home? Right, but um, Israel would have been one of those ah, provinces. Okay, okay, I feel okay. Yeah, um, Persia ruled okay. over right. Israel. Uh, that's at least that's my understanding of them having gone in and taken over. Okay, yeah, they will still be ruling um, Israel. So it's very possible that their neighbors would have turned on them as well. And, but I, I would not have put Esther in that classification of, do we need to read this? Like, I would not have put Esther in there. Oh, no, no, definitely. I feel like anything that, where there's a story. So, like, numbers, it just seems like, like data. It doesn't really seem like, um, you know, there's something a happening. Yeah, so that is, to me, those books are difficult. I think that I, I always mix up Ezekiel and Ezra. But Ezekiel is the one that just, I don't know what it's talking about. I thought it was Ezra, but then we had to do some reading in Ezra mm-hmm. for, for the Esther. Esther. Mm-hmm. And I realized it wasn't Ezra. Ezra, you, there's a there's story, there's, there's history, but there's story as well. Ezekiel, it's, it's visions and I think plans for a temple and just, I, I don't, I don't un- see the relevance. I don't understand. But I, I think then the question comes, what then is relevant in the Old Testament in particular? That's it's that's the thing. That's it's, it's easy for me to to look through and decide what's relevant to me, but not to say why. You understand? So like, I I find Leviticus is relevant to me. I I understand reading Leviticus, I understand how they set up the sacrificial system. And the sacrificial system 
is relevant to me because it it pointed to Jesus. That's what they've taught me, right? It pointed to Jesus's ultimate sacrifice. So getting the background and understanding, um, you know, the what had to happen before Jesus died, I find that that um, will resonate with me. I think that's relevant to me and my current life, my 21st century life. But how many people um, in the tribe of Issachar or Asher, I don't see, like, it's difficult for me to see how that affects my life today. So then the question is, do you not think that God's, uh, how do I say that? Like God being, because we say all scripture is spirit led, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to believe that based on all scripture being spirit led, then there has to be a reason because it's spirit to be documented and not, it's not even necessarily documented because I think it would have been relevant to Israelites of old and even possibly New Testament Christians. But when we come down the line and we look at the actual, for lack of a better word, compilation of the Bible, mm-hmm. um, I think coming down to it, I think that God would have still said, because he could have easily have led someone to think, okay, this has nothing to do with anything <laughs> at all. We could skip this one. We could, and I, I and honestly, there are a lot of non-Christians who question the merit of the Bible based on how it was put together. Okay. Um, but as someone who believes in the Bible, and who believes, who continues to believe that scripture was spirit said, um, I think there has to be, not maybe not necessarily relevant, but there has to be divine purpose behind it. Okay. And I think maybe we just haven't found it yet. <laughs> it's like the appendix. <laughs> you know? We, we're sure it does something. We're not sure what. Like... So can we call the book of Numbers the appendix of the Bible? Bible. <laughs> if if you have any views, please leave them in the yes. comments below. We are we it's generally something I'm wondering about because like I follow a Bible study Bible study not Bible study Bible reading guide and where they send me a chapter every day and there are some books where honestly I'm like can I not just skip this entire mm. book and. I think I shared in the introduction video that there's sometimes, like, when I get to the book of Isaiah, I'm just like, nah, no, 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 we don't have time. Well, I, I guess it's, I guess that's a lack of maturity and maybe devotion on my part to say that we don't have the time for that. But, like, jeez. But the, I think, I think you're right to say you don't have the time for it. Because to me, books like Isaiah and most of the prophecy books, they can be frustrating to read as just, um, I know... Um, we say that the Holy Spirit, if um, if you're willing and you ask, He will help you understand. But I face those, like literally all the prophecy books. I look at them and I just there's just a blank. You know, the the fact that we a lot of the time rely on other people's interpretations of them, and we have to assume and hope that those people were mm-hmm. spirit led <laughs> in their in creating their interpretations. And the just the idea of 
studying them on my own and not understanding them or studying them with somebody else's interpretation guiding me and their interpretation is wrong. Mm -hmm. So I just, I like, I stay clear of prophecy because of that, that in that fear of misinterpreting it, misunderstanding it. And the worst thing is that I, I like my worst fear is that I end up being a heretic (laughs) and and I, I have an interpretation of it that like goes against everything I've, I've learned about it before. And so, it's easier. But uh, I think I think the issue is not in having an interpretation that goes against what you've learned about it before. Because I think there are things that we have been taught that are not necessarily right. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, we're not going to go into that in this one. Um, I don't think we want to go into that at, at all. all. <laughs> but I think there are things that within our religious denomination structure and doctrine and belief system or whatever, there are things we may have been taught that are not necessarily correct. And I think us studying the Bible and being open to the, the 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 leading of the Holy Spirit, there are things we may come to understand that was like, but this is not what they taught me. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's coming to an understanding that is not Holy Spirit led. I think that is where the issue lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just not about it being going against what you've been taught, but going against what the Holy Spirit is actually trying to teach you. That's that's another thing. That's been another Bible study um, goal. I want everything that I I learn, everything I glean from reading the Bible, not to be just something I came up with, but that something God is trying to teach me, and something that He's trying to um, reveal to me. Yeah, I want it to be that kind of. A divine interaction. Right. Yeah. That's that's the goal. That's that's the goal. And I feel like it's easier to reach me in a book that's not prophecy. Okay. All right. I see this. All right. So let us know in the comments. What are some of your numbers? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What are some of the books that you kind of skirt around reading or even studying? What are some of your fears about around Bible study? What are some of the things, you know? that have you reluctant or even sometimes hesitant to make a decision to be deliberate about your Bible study? Let us know. And maybe we'll do an entire series about what do we say to these things that scare us about Bible study. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for this episode. Yeah, This has been What Shall We Say to These Things. I'm TJ. And I'm MJ. And until next time, we're, we're out. out.